Welcome to a brand new edition of For the Love of Apple Beats podcast. Every single week, Mr. Schmooze and myself, Adesho Kualajide, aka Shopsy Do, sit down to break down the headlines that's been happening in the Afropop community for the last seven days. Before we get into the headlines, Mr. Schmooze, you're looking a little bit more shiny today. Shiny? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're, but, you're using a different, a different yeah, lotion. But, uh, different lotion. They haven't paid us for our sponsorship, so I can't reveal that <laughs> yet. can't reveal yet. But I will endorse their product. You will endorse the product. How are you doing? You feeling great? Very well, very well. Thank you. Fantastic. What are the headlines? This week, we have the Midem 2019 conference, yep. uh, the three-day conference going on in Kenya. Music conference, yeah. And then we speak about the big shock in the sports world. Uh, Nigerian, well, British Nigerian boxer Anthony yeah. Joshua. When they lose, they're Nigerian. <laughs> when they're winning, they're British. British. Carry on. British Nigerian boxer Anthony Joshua lost his heavyweight titles yeah. to an underdog. We'll be discussing that. And then in Tanzania, Diamond Platinums, yeah. uh, the Tanzanian superstar, yeah. has been forced to refute claims that he's been overshadowed by his artist. We'll uh, go into more details yeah. on that. And then in Ghana, Jay Deroby, the up and coming singer, has, well, reports are that he's about to be signed to Akon's Convict Music label. Okay. Uh, we'll be discussing that. And then in South Africa, Casper Yovest and AKA, AKA the Yoruba boy. Yeah, exactly. Came just out. The AK, you Yoruba. left Ghana, you didn't even talk about the fact that Stoneboy and Shatawale. We discussed no, discuss that last week. It's just happened today. That was just a conversation. The peace but, conference oh, happened this week. <laughs> we are coming. Okay, okay. Don't be spoiling surprises all right, for the all right, all right, all right, all right. Anyway, I apologize. In South Africa, Caspar yeah. Yovest and AKA have been in the news this week. We'll be discussing that. Yeah. And then we go back to Ghana where the Stone Shatter Peace Concerts, there's rumors about conference. that. Well, co- there's a conference and then there's a concert as well yeah. about to be announced yeah. reportedly. And then in the United States of America, we'll be discussing about eight, um, Jay-Z, Beyonce and 50 Cent. Uh, three of them have been in the news for different reasons this week. Okay. And we'll chopping that up chopping that up well let's get into it so where are we going to first all right so let's start with medium 2019 uh, medium is the annual music conference that features business music industry executives yeah. record producers artists and then some industry heads journalists like yourself who has been a part of the conference yeah. for the last two years as we all know this is where some of the biggest uh, trends and ideas are discussed and maybe some plans as well yeah. and um, in recent years they've included Africa into the conversation which we have all applauded yes. um, this year they had a bit of a strong African yeah. contingent yeah. you want to talk us through it absolutely shout outs to the Nigerian medium the group Steve Spotlight's Nosa 6060 Music they were present conference this year mm-hmm. that saw an incredible interview with one of Africa's best musicians and greatest musicians from the iconic family, the Kuti family. Yep. Shout out to the legend uh, Femi Kuti. Kuti. Yeah. And also Malik Berry had a fantastic session, not only the interview, but also had a live music production Russian session section, where yeah. he created a song straight off, you know, from scratch, scratch yeah. live in front of an audience. I mean, I'm not surprised there's Malik Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, he's, he's a big a, dog now. Yeah. Um, But what's happened in the last three years that we've been part of this conference is that we've had to take our conversation mm. to the global market. The Medium yeah. Conference is the most important music conference in the world yeah. where not only music officials but also organizations that have been invested in the music in business, business yeah. come around 
to discuss the future, like you said, and the current situation. Yep. So we presented the Afrobeats conversation on that platform for yep. three years consecutively, with last year having the likes of Yemi well, Alade, okay. Shay Shay, and David O yep. live at the event I with think two AKA of them was performing. There as well last year. AKA as well. So yep. right now, those doors are where you want to be when you're trying to get involved in the music business globally. Yeah. And with the involvement of the African contingent, mm. it continuously pushes us in the mix and puts the, the what I believe will be the most exciting music industry yep. going forward right in the spotlight. Yep. And it's a fantastic, you know, event to be a part of as yep. well. Great stuff. Femi Kuti's uh, interview yes. went viral for yep. a number of reasons. Yep. Being that, you know, he dropped a lot of gems, yeah. like you said. Yeah. And one of the gems he dropped was his advice to younger artists when he was asked, what is his advice to up-and-coming yeah. artists? He said, number one, get yourself a lawyer. Yep. And number two, don't be in a hurry to sign yourself to deals. Yeah. And he cited himself as an example yeah. where he signed deals, you know, he was desperate for yeah. money and all of that. Yeah. What's your take on that? Listen, when a legend speaks, mm. everybody, including people within that business and yep. people within the media like myself, has to listen. Not only was he dropping gems for the music business alone, mm. I think he was dropping gems for life. Yep. That was life lessons, pretty yep. much. This is the same disease mm. that affects a lot of artists, particularly okay. in underdeveloped music industries, yeah. where Nigeria where is what we want. Or Africa. African Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of the artists have signed themselves to deals Snake trade deals. <laughs> snake trade deals that they did not get the simple lawyer to overlook it yeah. and ensure that they're well protected, their rights are protected, yeah. and the benefits will come to them yeah. going forward. We've yeah. seen the conversations that has gone across the continent where artists are now trying to get out of their label situations yeah. and it becomes a tussle. Some of them haven't been able to perform based yeah. on the legal it, side of the deals that they signed. So yeah. having that type of of advice coming from someone who's been in this business for, for quite some time. time I think a lot of the artists will have no choice but to listen and mm. if they don't it's eh, to them <laughs> but that's the best that's one of the fantastic moments in the yeah. interview there was another wonderful mm. moment in the interview mm. where he spoke on the younger artists as well, the likes of the Whiskeys and David Owens. Yeah, he was asked uh, what his thoughts on uh, are on their, them trying to break into the international market. He was speaking personally yeah. about the fact that they need to develop different sides of their music art. Yeah. Picking up an instrument, getting involved more than just the usual heart rob situation yeah. where you're a young, energetic, looking sexy, good looking artist that the fit, the looks and all those attributes might fade away. Yeah. But eventually the art, the creativity is what remains on the oh, table. Yeah. And he mentioned some iconic names, Miles Davis, yes, you yeah. know, Fela Kuti, Bob Marley. These yeah. are musicians that yeah, beyond the music alone beyond their vocal ability beyond their heart rub persona at the mm -hmm. time they also infused other parts of the music creativity in terms of playing an instrument yeah. in terms of the writing credits that they had right. yeah. and that again coming from a legend yeah. has to be taken on and we can't finish on that interview without mentioning how passionately and lovingly <laughs> he spoke about his son yeah. every single parent yeah. every single father the moment that we all pray and work hard for is to watch one day your offspring oh, take after you or excel in whatever oh, profession that they've chosen. chosen and yeah. for you to speak in such glowing terms, I've met the young man. Yep. 
I met him a couple of years ago when he was studying here in the United Kingdom. Yeah. What a level-headed, humble, intelligent, articulate yeah. young man he is. Mm-hmm. And it's not a surprise. Yeah. He's come from the Kuti clan. Yeah, you know, this a, is, his name is Made Kuti. Made Kuti. This yeah. is a generation mm-hmm. of not only geniuses when it comes to creative arts, yeah. but also geniuses when it comes to academic brilliance. Yeah. He's got a professor in health. In you know, part of his uncle's professor in health, he's got a legal genius yes. in that category Very as well. well. Yep. His grandmother was nothing but a human rights right. activist yep. until the day she left this earth. So yeah. I'm not surprised, but yeah. I but I am surprised at the level of talent he has shown when it comes to the music ability. Because yeah. his father spoke about him playing a variety of instruments, instruments yeah. also infusing the computerization yeah, yeah. into their music. And arts and exactly. Yeah. And then they're now going on tour together. I yeah. think that moment, more than all the other gems he dropped, I think that moment was Both. more yeah. touching was for very, me. He was very proud of his son. Yeah, listen, yeah. Uh, on his behalf, yeah. we're proud of his son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done, Madi. Well done, Madi. Yeah. And well done to Femi Kuti. Absolutely. All right, on that note, let's move on to Tanzania, yeah. where Diamond Platinums has been forced to refute uh, claims that, you know, his artist or his uh, mentee, yeah. Harmonize, who is also a superstar yeah. by all accounts, yeah. is gaining more popularity than he is. So they're saying Diamond Platinums is losing popularity yeah. to Harmonize. He's come out to debunk the claims saying yeah. it's all rubbish. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it's interesting that yeah. that was brought up. Yeah. Obviously, um, Harmonize has enjoyed increased popularity Polarity. in the last six months. We've seen him performing yeah. at stadiums and venues where you see thousands of fans screaming his name yeah. and crying. He's had a consecutive kind of like hit yeah. repertoire with yeah, the last couple hits. of singles yeah. with him featuring Burner Boy, him featuring Diamond Platinums. He is signed to Diamond Platinums label. Yeah. That being said, Diamond Platinums is a completely different monster to anything we have seen from East Africa in the past. And the reason I say that is this. The reason there is a spotlight on Ray Vani, Mm -hmm. Rich Mavoko, Harmonize in the first instance is because of the genius that they call Diamond Platinums. Platinums. That gave them the platform. Not only Mm -hmm. because of his music ability, but his brand appeal and the reach for that brand consistently breaks barriers and pulls doors down. Right now, when they mention East African pop music, Mm -hmm. bongo flavor from Tanzania, before you go and mention anybody's name, (laughs) you start at the top of the food chain. And there's only one man at the top of that food chain. (laughs) His name is Diamond Platinum. Yes, he is super excited about the fact that his artists have now become monsters on their their own. own. Especially having a record label that can boast one, One, two, two, three three superstars. superstars. The Wasafi the Wasafi family, they own media platforms, radio and TV stations. stations. It's a big big platform. It's a conglomerate. And I believe that he is exceptionally proud of that. He went on to say, one of the reasons why people are starting to talk up, harmonize, is because a lot of them have found a way, they have been trying to defeat Diamond Platinums in popularity, but have felt like they found it so difficult. So by talking up Harmonize is a way of getting under his skin and trying to pull him down. He doesn't need to worry about that. Harmonize is a fantastic musician. The relationship is wonderful. The conversation doesn't need to be had. Sometimes an artist on the label might be having a fantastic run. Mm. There's a lot of buzz around there, but we understand 
that when the lion comes Call out God. of the cave, <laughs> we know who the boss is. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. I mean, but you know, we see this a lot with a lot of artists that own their own labels and they have other small artists and there was a time like that there was a conversation yeah. about Lamy Day Lil Cash it's an know. insecurity that the yeah. fans and the media try to, to put, put into the artist's heads mm. and I take the blame as well by yeah. us speaking about it sometimes and exceptionally you know Lamy Day and Lil Cash like yeah. Lil Cash is getting big yeah. oh Lil he might be the he's the new street of Lamy Day in a minute so you know, yeah. that's what the press and the fans start to do mm-hmm. and if the artist is not confident in enough no. in their own ability and their fan base mm. it might start to affect the relationship that they have with their artist yep. as a parent to your offspring yeah. my greatest dream is that my child becomes Super a bigger super duper well, when it didn't comes go to exactly the, like, so I believe that every genuine music label executive regardless of whether they're an individual artist yep. has expectations David O is another one yep. who has done everything possible to push to put Mayokun and Ko onto yep. platforms where he mm-hmm. can be a big boss yep. and fold his hands yep. I believe you know, Olamide would like to do that. Yeah. And I believe Diamond Platinums as well. That was the entire reason why he signed these guys. Yep. But once we start to make this news, sometimes, yeah. depending on the personalities we're discussing about, yep. it might affect their relationship and ultimately lead to the, so, to yes. the breakdown um, yeah. in the relationship. And with also, both I think in, in this place also, we have to also advise like, artists be wary of the entourage as well because you know this camp starts to they start to reach, whisper to yeah whisper you don't need to be under this guy anymore yeah, you're bigger, bigger than, than him, him. Yeah. this guy is trying to steal it's your thunder it's the biggest mistake you know? so yeah I guess it's, artists need to be wary of those it's as the well. biggest mistake yeah. Eminem and 50 Cent yeah. have continued to work together Eminem yeah, and Dr. Dre have continued to work together yeah. and that's the reason why they've been successful yep 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 I mean on that note I guess we should move on to Ghana yeah we can we start with uh, an artist called Jay Derroby yep who was Brought to the limelight. He's been doing music for a while, but he was brought to the limelight through Mr. Easy's, Easy's and Power, Power in, Initiative, where uh, he released a single, two singles actually, yeah. with music videos yeah. sponsored by Mr. Easy's yeah. uh, Initiative. Now there are reports that uh, he's about to be signed to Akon's uh, Convict Music yeah. label. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, first of all. Any artist that starts to receive recognition and a little bit of attention from international platforms is a good thing because it just shows that your content, your art, whatever it is, is catching the attention of other people in different parts Parts of of the the world. world. Two, the fact that he linked up with Mr. Easy's Empower Project to have been able to give him the platform for other people to see his art Mm. is also great. Now, signing to Convict Music... I don't know what the terms of the deal is. Yeah. I'd like to know what it is to be able to speak on that personally. Yeah. Obviously, an international platform that will probably elevate Amazing. his artistry to a different level and yep. give him a different audience is a great thing. Yep. It's coming from Ghana, mm-hmm. where the audience might have been a little bit smaller yeah. than what it is mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Guess what? Because of the affiliation with Akon yeah. and Mr. Easy, Easy, we're speaking about him here in the UK, yep. where people around the world via... Then for the love of Afrobeat podcast, podcast and Yanga television, I'm also going to go and investigate who is this, this young guy. man that the spotlight's on. Yeah. It's always about Objective. positive. Yeah. It's a fantastic move. Yeah. And I think, you know, as long as the contractual terms favor the artist, yep. 
I'm happy. Well, also on, on the label as well, because it's a business yes. at the end of the okay. day. It's not a charity. Okay, so they're investing <laughs> well, money. Also, what, what does this then say about uh, platforms like Empower Initiative? It is needed in the game. This mm. is probably the second or third time this week I've had a conversation with people within the African popular industry that has said specifically that we need more platforms online, yep. particularly via YouTube, yep. to be able to elevate this industry Artists. to the next level yep. so what mr easy how many times are we going to keep saying he's yeah. a genius he is <laughs> he's reading the game like ones and zeros he is a business <laughs> genius mm-hmm. yes he's doing things that are changing the lives of other people as well mm-hmm. as feeding us with great music but yeah. he's also ensuring that his pocket does not get slim after all yeah fantastic brilliant 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 all right still in ghana mm. moving on from the big news of yeah. last week, the union between Shatawale and Stoneboy. Now there's reports that there's going to be a... They had a peace conference Yeah, they first. had a peace conference. Uh, this week. This week. Yes. Okay, so tell us about that then. So this week, yeah. after the pictures that came out last week of yeah. both of them sitting together in a garden yeah, and eventually conference. squashing the beef, yeah. we now saw a live peace yes. conference yeah. this week where Shatawale and Stoneboy... Oh came to the venue together, to together, sat side by side, one yeah. another. It even yeah. got heated at a point yeah. that Shata planted, planted kiss, a kiss <laughs> on Stoneboy. <laughs> he didn't know how to react initially. I think yeah. what the great thing that has come from this yeah. is that both superstars at the height of their beef, beef mm. and at the height of, of their popularity mm. and the height of almost losing, losing it all, all. Yeah. managed to drop pride and ego aside and Think about one, the fans, yep. two, the music business in Ghana, yep. and three, the music business in Africa yep. to come together to do something incredible. Yep. The peace conference alone, with both of them smiling and seemingly looking relaxed, yep. tells us everything we need to know. No. Yeah. And then the rumors that are coming out that there might be a peace concert and da da da. Yep. I'm getting on a plane. Yeah. Straight up. I am getting on a plane. That needs a 70,000 capacity stadium. It's going to be mad. A stadium won't take it. One of the things why that peace conference and this unity between both artists was very important to myself is the last seven days we saw Whiskey headline at the Ends Festival, Burner Boy, Wande Komali, Berry in London with Mm. over 32,000 people attending. We see David O in. Philadelphia at the Roots Festival with over 10, 20,000 and then going to the Hot Night 97 Summer Jam in New York with 50 to 70,000 people People. performing there. I'm seeing Nigerians, even myself, I was in little old Amsterdam Amsterdam, promoting Afrobeats out there. I'm heading over to Germany this weekend for the Berlin Carnival, hosting about three or four different parties, being on stage with thousands of people. Mm -hmm. The Nigerian counterparts are taking their indigenous music and talents and sharing it to the rest of the world. Whereas the biggest superstars from the Gold Coast in Ghana seem to almost lose it all by beefing one another. So now that this beef has been put to red, imagine, Mm -hmm. just imagine a Stoneboy Shatawale concert in London. That would be mad. Oh, God, <laughs> that would be mad. That's going to be crazy. Mm. Both of them have done the Indigo O2. Yes, both of them have done the Indigo O2 at mm. separate times. I've got to mention this. An artist in Ghana called Tiny yeah. actually said publicly mm. that this unity, this peace accord no, is about to revive the Ghanaian music industry. Mm. Because now they can now focus 
on the big task, task at hand, hand yeah. which is let's pushing get Ghana the Ghana music, music and oh, culture let's just keep pushing it back to the top together. of the charts yeah. Check it. Oh, not, in, not, not as a comp- not in I'm excited man yeah. I'm excited about what's to come yeah. I can't wait same I here, cannot same wait here, same here I'm sure the fans can't wait yeah. as well great times ahead for Ghanaian music alright now let's go down to South Africa where Casper Yovest has been in the news this week quite yeah. a lot yeah. the first one will be him revealing that he's uh, stopped plans on building the family tree office studio. studio and offices um, because uh, he had to pay off a seven million rand debt. Seven million rand is about three hundred and sixty thousand yeah. pounds. Debt um, and tax and tax as well from the Philip Moses Matipa Stadium, which he did I think in December. You know, yeah. which we spoke about. Yeah. You know, he's uh, said he's paid that off or paying it off. Yeah. And uh, you know, things will be back to order soon. What are your thoughts on that? It shows the bravery of the young man. I've yeah. said it from day one that they put their money together from day one. Yeah. From the Philip series. He's <laughs> been running independently. He, f- from the Philip series. Mm. He's not only invested in his own music career, he's invested in those concerts from 5,000 to 20,000 to 40,000 to 70,000 himself out of pocket. Mm. And what he said in that response on Twitter was the fact that unfortunately, he had to pay the debt at the same time time when he had to pay his taxes. So obviously, there was a lot of money he had to pay (laughs) out. So he had to hold on to developing the Family Tree Studio. But following Casper Yorves, my brother wasn't that broke. Yeah, of course. You know, the flexing was still continuing. (laughs) He's got a brand new video actually. Move 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 for me. me. You need to check that out. Fantastic Mm -hmm. music video. And he's also performing. Don't watch it with your girl, though. (laughs) I'll tell you that. (laughs) She's going to compare your stomach to Casper Yorves six pack. I'm telling you. But again, I think it just shows the kind of men and women that we have within the music business in Africa. These independent artists who have continuously backed themselves and backed their art. Not waiting for record labels. Not waiting for sponsors. Mm. Dipping their hands in their own pockets Mm. from the little they earn and turning it around. It's inspiring. If you can't be inspired by that, then uh, I'm sorry, you can't be inspired by anything. All right. Makes sense. All right. Still on Casper Yovest and still on Twitter, you know, where he was answering a lot of questions this week. Uh, He was also attacked for being somewhat of a hypocrite in the sense that uh, they say Casper is always preaching about unity and peace and love. But he's still involved in one of the biggest beefs in the industry, which is, of course, his beef with fellow South African rapper, a.k.a. Casper then revealed that, you know, uh, AK allegedly disrespected his mom, he cussed out his mom, and for that reason, the beef is now personal. It's yeah. no more just an industry hype thing. Yeah. And for that reason, he doesn't think he would ever be working with AKA. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? First of all, I think one of the questions that led to that was the yeah. fact that somebody had tweeted at him saying that it's incredible how the Nigerian artists have decided yeah, to, to take their together, talents yeah. outside and push their music, music. beyond yep. the continent for yep. the rest of the world headlining at great festivals in America and Europe just as we said yep. and he said the only reason that the Nigerian artists have been able to do that is they've put the BS aside and, and as individuals and teamed up to develop the music mm-hmm. whereas in South Africa people want to see how far they can go individually first before they look to their brother or sister Mm. for assistance to really push the culture. And I find that as a very interesting point. I think he has a fair point there because if you look at a lot of the South African pop stars, and I'm not talking about pop music, I'm talking hip-hop, all these popular genres in South Africa, 
a lot of them in recent times yeah. have tried to go it alone. Yeah. You know, they've tried to come to the UK yeah, by yeah. themselves. We Even Casper, we had to pull the show. Yeah, Nasty C. Whereas, imagine yeah. if we had a Nasty C, Casper, and AKA show in London, yeah. 2,500 capacity would be easily filled. 5,000 capacity would be easily filled. <laughs> they need to do that yeah. to be able to pull people out to yeah. come and see them together yeah. before they start going it alone. Mm-hmm. Going back to the beef, mm. where he said he won't be able to do me music with AKA or settle yeah. the beef because of the personal attacks that AKA allegedly had put out. If you follow Casper, which I've done very closely over the last four or five years, he speaks incredibly highly of his mother. Yeah. I've seen her. She's gone to a TV interview where she's spoken in glowing terms about her son. son. Yeah. And both of them likewise. He speaks highly of his parents. Even both, his dad. Even his well. dad yeah. Highly. Yeah. They are nothing but inspirations to that young man. Yeah. And if for some reason he feels that there was a personal disrespect to either of them, yeah. you have to understand why he won't be able to put that aside. Mm. However, as grown men mm. in a music business that now solely relies on their shoulders mm. to go to the next level, especially at the level that both him and AKA are. Yeah. I still believe that for the sake of the culture, mm. the fans and the business as a whole, mm. they should be able to sit across the table yeah. and talk this out. Yeah. I know. I've mm. listened to his mom. Yeah. I've listened to Casper's mom. I've mm. seen her. Such a wonderful Lord. mother. Yeah. African mother. Mm-hmm. If there was a genuine apology somewhere there mm. and a hands up moment where somebody says, I crossed the line. If okay. it was true. Yeah. He will be able to be swept it's under the carpet. carpet. Yeah. I think we should find a way to reach that yeah. moment. Yeah. Hopefully they reach that moment yeah. soon enough. Yeah. You know. yeah. Life's too short yeah, for all yeah. of this uh, beef. Yeah. All right. Uh, on the flip side, yeah. on the other side of the fence, we have a fellow South African rapper, AKA, uh, recently. Well, before we even speak about the interview, but AKA recently, like we spoke in a yeah. few episodes, he claims he's no longer enjoying fame. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah. wants to enjoy life as a dad. Yeah. So of recent, he's been very... He's been moving differently. Moving differently, quiet. You yeah. know, even on Instagram, he's pretty much out of every five posts, four of them are, have comments disabled. Like, yeah. he's not even posting to have any to feedback. Have any response. Yeah. I think he's only one on the sponsored post that yeah. allows comments and yeah. stuff like that. So anyway, he had an interview uh, yeah. recently and he was asked to spill tea on his relationship with a South African TV presenter and celebrity, yeah. Bonang Mateba. And um, also his beef with Casper Yovest. Surprisingly, or should I say maybe somewhat unsurprisingly, given his recent uh, actions, AKA declined to do that. Yeah. You know, he deflected the question. And kind of turned yeah, the barrel of blame yeah, yeah, on, on himself. himself. Yeah, which was surprising. Of course, the fans that were hoping to get a lot of tea. tea and, you know, going, you know, yeah. they went ballistic on social yeah, media. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what do, you, what do you think about I that? I think that was just mature of the man. Yeah. I just think that that's a reflection of the position that is in, in currently, yeah. the state of mind, yeah. the position that he has attained within the music business yep. and understanding what the media and the public want yeah. and how they can drag nothing yeah. into something. something yeah. So 
the last thing a successful aka who's yeah. just had a double platinum Long selling album, album. Yep. with a fantastic concert in the wings yeah. and life just looking great for him. is to drop something that the press and social media will drag for the next couple of months until he gets under his skin yeah, yeah. he again yeah. made a wonderful move and i applaud him for that yeah that's definitely all right so we're done in africa now yeah. we're gonna go overseas yeah somewhat and yeah. go to the united kingdom yes no 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 no. let's just go to the united states of america yeah let's talk all right in the united states of america our favorite boy yep superstar boxer yep the previously number one boxer in the world yep. british nigerian athlete yeah i think joshua lost his fights his heavyweight title defense yeah. against uh, anthony ruiz jr yeah. of course this has uh, generated a lot of reactions different conspiracy theories online and in the media and in the sports world it's, it's shocking to everybody before we start to break things down, what was your what were your initial thoughts? My initial think? reaction was exactly how I shared it on social media: mm. completely devastation and yeah. shock mm. at the fashion at which Anthony Joshua lost. Yeah, knocked down four times in a fight, never been. He was only knocked down once ever before, and that yeah. was against uh, Klitschko. Klitschko. Yeah. And but this time he touched the canvas four times yes. before he was eventually waved off yeah. by the referee. It was shock, disappointment, disappointment. Yeah, because. Every single fan, including yeah. myself, and possibly Anthony Joshua, yeah. was looking beyond this fight yeah. into a This bigger, was supposed to just be a placeholder, <laughs> like, like just get it out quickly they got and let's go and do last month, yeah. a month to the fight. Yeah. So yeah, it was shock and disappointment. Yeah. And yeah, just very, very sad. All right, great. So now, based on that reaction, yes. I'll use you as an example yeah. now. You went on like a, I think you were having, what's that? What's that a thing breakdown. Called? Uh, you were in disbelief. It was a breakdown. So yeah, you kept reposting and a sharing breakdown. pictures of his knockout and him breakdown. taking punishment. And then some people sort of found, took offense to that, yeah. which again is consistent, not just with you, but yeah. with a couple of other people yeah. online. They kind of seem to have taken offense that, oh, we Nigerians or we so oh, Anthony Joshua fans they're are sharing pictures of his no, defeat, blah, blah, blah. First of all, what a lot of people, that? first of all, a lot of people need to get it right. Yeah. I am not only mm-hmm. a person. I am a media personality. I awesome. cover sports yeah. and have covered sports mm. for the last seven years. Yeah. My first interview with Anthony Joshua was in 2012, mm. immediately after the Olympics. Yeah. Even before a bunch well, of these cats on social media had exactly. an idea who he was. <laughs> yeah. So they can keep quiet. <laughs> Second of all, yeah. if the opposition had been defeated yeah. in that fashion... fashion. Yeah. Every single soul on social media would have shared the news that way. Nobody was trying to attack a man when he was down. We were just broadcasting what was going Going on. on. I went as far as even going on one of my close friends' page who put a picture of Anthony Joshua up going into a a salmon. Yeah, a lot of people say when the man is down, people are changing quickly. Going into a salmon. (laughs) Yeah, that's That, oh, I'm not going to touch you now because this is how I see you as my champion. You need to get out of it, man. <laughs> yeah, this is not a champion anymore. This, and no, it's not even a personal attack. Yeah, no, it's not. It is just the business. Yeah. He had been defeated. Unfortunately, some of us had to share the defeat. Mm. It was one of the messages I posted on my friend's page was, mm. you're not sharing the picture of his defeat, yeah. but you would have been happy to share the picture oh, of Andy Ruiz's, Ruiz's defeat. defeat. He's also not a human being. understanding or considering his, his fans. fans yeah. It's a teachable moment. Yeah. I posted something mm. that I think you might have forgotten. Mm. 
a couple of weeks ago on For the Love of Afrobeats podcast yeah. on Yanga TV and here. Yeah, we spoke we about... We spoke about Kaspanyove saying, yeah. celebrate every successful moment, moment. Yep. because an L... is just around the corner. It's just around the corner. Mm. It's a teachable moment yeah. because, yes, he had a fantastic career so far mm. and he had just a little blip. Yeah. It's a blip. It's a blip, And it's yeah. part of the media to share that yeah. and people going into an emotional oh, oh yeah. and, 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 and I mean, all the girls to, to, having a heartbreak break, yeah that, to, to buttress what you were saying uh, even Anthony Joshua himself seems to have embraced it well. of course even his demeanor in the ring after the defeat he, you know and then he went on social media recently to share uh, don't tweets. let defeat yeah don't, don't let don't your let, success get to your head and, and don't let your defeat get to, get to your, your heart. heart that was really deep yeah you know. listen the man has carried himself as nothing short of a king yeah, in the last the seven years, yeah. even before he touched any belts. Yeah. He's become one of the most humble, yep. articulate, sellable, marketable, marketable. Yep. boxing or sport icons mm-hmm. in yep. the last 20 years. Yep. And the reason he's been that is because of the way he's carried Doing himself. himself. Yeah. No living boxer today yeah. at the height of such a successful Success, story yeah. like that yeah would have embraced the opposition yeah. who took away every single thing he had yeah. in terms of the belts yeah. and awards and everything. Mm. But he's a gentleman. Yeah. A lot of us know for a fact yeah. that he will be back yeah, will. at the top of the game. Will. However, he had a blip, which most of us do. Yeah. And it's part of us within the media True. to share that. Yeah. So some people believe that maybe I'm yeah, just some I'm yeah. a whole I'm just an ag yeah. on social media that's showing my behind <laughs> for likes <laughs> even though we try to get likes and followers no. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Uh, well, we do hope our boy gets back. He'll be back. Before we move on to the topic, I just remembered last week that we we're talking about the year of return. People like Kofi Kingston and Israel Adesanya are going back home to Nigeria with their championship belts, you know, and trying to inspire the kids. And you mentioned that Anthony Joshua should go home, should go home with yeah. the belt before he Absolutely. loses it. Absolutely. You said that. I said it. You I know. said it point so, blank. And one of the reasons I said that was. Not only for the fans and the young kids he could inspire in Nigeria, but for him too. You have to understand that for the last five years, Anthony's life and story has completely changed. Changed, This is a man that has come from the streets of the UK to become one of the most blue-blooded men in this country. The lifestyle has changed. Mm -hmm. His inspiration has changed. He travels first-class private jets all around the world. He was living in Miami Miami. before the fight. His crew is up to 30, 30. 40 now. You know, so his inspiration will be completely different. Different. One of the reasons why I really urge him to go home Mm. is just to go and see those kids again yeah. go and look in the eyes of people back home in Nigeria Inspired. where he's been yeah. to see the difficulties yet the difficulties but they're still super duper fans of his yeah. that will reinvigorate him yeah, give yeah. him a completely different energy and reason to continue to fight like a tiger that he is mm-hmm. and you know I was disappointed yeah. because I really wanted him to go home yeah. hopefully when he picks up the belt this yeah. time or even before he does no, yeah, that would be nice to see go home that would be nice to see. Go you know, and some people will still have some things to say. Go to it. Shagamu. Yeah. Go and look at them. Yeah. Look them in the eyes. Mm. He's going to come back 
with some fire. That boy Andy Ruiz is not gonna know what hate him. Yep. Trust me. Our boy, our boy is coming back big time. Straight up. The rumors that he's asking for 40 million pounds. Listen, to take you have to match. understand mm. our Heyman, who is now the promoter for Andy Ruiz mm. and Deontay Wilder and a host of other boxers, yeah. has now got the power in his, his hands. hands yeah. He controls the, the two heavyweight champions what of for? the world. <laughs> the two. Yeah, he, he has four belts. Two, yeah. And the one belt to Wilder. Exactly. So he controls he everything. Controls everything. Yeah, so now, belts. regardless of whether there's a rematch clause with Ruiz, yeah. now you've got to sit across the table with yeah. somebody who started as just a normal club promoter yeah. to become the promoter that orchestrated the successful career yeah. of the incredible Floyd Money yeah, Mayweather. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Ruiz deserves his money. <laughs> Pay him, brother. Payday, man. <laughs> Payday. Payday. All right. While we're talking about the big wins, yeah. Jay-Z was this week announced as the first hip-hop billionaire. Yeah. You know, he's the first... Uh, artist, rapper, to hit that status. Yeah. Um, there was a miscalculation or misconception a few years ago that Dre had hit that. Yeah, because of the 800 million deal. The he Apple got from Apple deal. Yeah, and PGD as well, getting close to it. Yep. Yeah. Well, Jay-Z has now been officially, officially. certified as a billionaire. 1.2, 1.3. Of course, this comes from his stake in... Uh, Rock, the, Nation, the Rock Nation, Ace of Space, Ace of Space, Champagne, Cha- Ducey, Ducey, the Cognac and Tidal, yeah, you know, and then you know his management deals, yeah, with a couple of other Live Rock, Nation Rock Nation deals, Rock Tidal, Nation, yeah. All of that uh, yeah, stuff. all of that stuff. So, yeah, this is good. This is big news. For me, it's just another moment, a teachable moment for mm. us, particularly in the Afrobeats industry, yeah. that these are men that have come from absolutely nothing, yeah. wasn't given any opportunities at all. They came yeah. from the bottom completely. Yeah. And through the art and a culture that they owned and yeah. controlled, they have managed to, number one, push yeah. that hip-hop genre to the number one music genre in the world mm. and have now become the controlling mm. the deciding factors within that industry in that not we've mentioned three already we mm. mentioned dre we've mentioned pdd you have the likes of the 50 cents is still 50 cents you have the miller family mm, yep. you know master p yep. you know you have all these guys that have become millionaire birdman yeah drake yep because Even they, ross <laughs> the independent own, artist <laughs> they own this culture mm. And they've been able to monetize it in such a fantastic way yeah. and change the lives of millions of young black men yeah, yeah. in America. Yeah. Black men and women. The list also came out for the women. women yeah. And Rihanna's a couple of African... Top, yeah. You know, we've got Rihanna in there. Yeah. We've got Serena Williams in yeah. there. We've got the Queen Beyonce in yeah, there as well. Course, yeah. Why do you think these people have gone into that? Because of... Ownership. Ownership. Yeah. And that our Afrobeats artists need to take a big, big lesson from mm-hmm. this. Yeah. We need to own this culture yep. and lead it. Afrobeats music yeah. is the fastest growing black music in the world yeah. outside of hip hop. Yep. Hence why we have a David, a Whiskey, yeah. a Davido, and a Whiskey selling out, potentially selling out to 20,000 capacity arena. Three times yeah. within One, a yeah. twelve-month period. Yeah. That says it all. Yep. The fastest-growing black genre outside of hip hop in the world it's is African beats. pop music. Yep. Period. Straight up. We need to start owning this by ourselves. Yep. And not just confine ourselves to a work for hire. Yep. Because that looks <laughs> like where we're going. Yeah. Because. 
a bunch of people still see this as a business where they just take money in their pocket yeah. and everybody moves. Of course. In 20 years time, we will be nothing. We will be left stripped naked Without if any. we don't learn from the legends that is Jay-Z. Yep, most definitely, most definitely. All right, speaking about Jay-Z, his wife, who you yeah. mentioned earlier, Beyonce, yeah. who is also mega superstar uh, in our own right. She's an icon. You know, there's a viral video yeah. of her, Jay-Z, and another woman that went viral yeah. this, this week. Um, in the video, it appeared that Jay-Z was talking to the other lady and Beyonce was sitting in the middle and she appeared to be unhappy about yeah. the situation. And then, you know, that viral video went out, people making funny jokes of it. I did, yeah. you know. And it was later identified that uh, the lady in question was... The wife uh, of the... Nicole Curran, who is also co-owner of the, one of the co-owners of... Uh, of the, the Golden State, State Warriors. Warriors and they were at the game yeah. at her invitation yeah. and she claims that she was asking Jay-Z for what he wanted to drink yeah. refreshments and she did ask Beyonce as well yeah. it wasn't like there was anything at all going there on wasn't. but surprisingly or well unsurprisingly knowing their track record the Beehive the Beehive yeah. which is uh, Beyonce's fans apparently went and started attacking her on Instagram giving her death threats yeah. that she had to deactivate her account eventually to stop all the threats coming in and all the hateful messages now of course there's been people still making jokes about this but this has now brought the question again what should artists do to control the behavior of their fans beyonce's publicist has now gone ahead yeah. and put a, a yes. message on her page that yeah. has gone viral yeah. saying yes beyonce appreciates the support of the beehive however mm-hmm. It is not right, not in the name of Beyonce. Would they go and attack other people yep. under the claims that they're fighting for their artists Artist, and stuff yep. like that, with threatening people? This is not the first time that they've done it. Yeah. I think they the artists, the, the artists now need to step out. We've seen the likes of Nicki Minaj yeah. using her fan base to yeah. attack other artists, artists yeah. sending them there. We've seen some Nigerian artists do that, sending well. them yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is time that artists need to understand the responsibility that they carry, especially yeah. when they have a fan base who have consistently shown Very themselves militant. to be militant. <laughs> yeah. You know, unruly and cyber bullies some people has gone as far as to share the contact telephone numbers of the people that they're attacking on social media so everybody can ring them down that's how terrible they are you know but again the responsibility is now unfortunately has to fall on the lap of the artist once you see something about to happen you step up and and denounce it denounce that and deactivate that they just kind of diffuse the whole stress speaking about the video in in question yes a lot of people made fun of it yeah however it need from day one i knew it was nothing that was not a random that was not a random woman yeah i knew that from day one yeah but because of judgment by social media media, now all you need is three seconds yep and everybody gets and just look in the wrong, be caught in the wrong light. That's all. That's all. <laughs> all right. That's uh, speaking of bad behavior. Uh, another viral video popped up this week. Uh, this one, well, yeah. this one, this one, I saw on your page yeah. first before I saw everywhere else. An up and coming rapper by the name NFL Doom. Well, he's got his buzz now. Of he's course, got his, he's got his shout out. Yep. Uh, there's a video of him. He approached 50 Cent, who was on a date with a reality TV yeah. star, going to, I think, a cinema, cinema. date. And NFL Doom approached 50 Cent, you know, trying to sort of get him to pay attention. Give him an opportunity. Give him an opportunity, yeah. like every other upcoming artist will do. 
you know, I was trying to say, you know, guy, you need to listen to my music. And 50's like, this is not the time, this is not the place. And then the guy became very aggressive, you know, almost pretty much... Almost getting into a yeah, fight. Yeah, pretty much trying Squaring to get into a fight with 50 Cent. But again, 50 being smart... Uh, he saw cameras saw cameras, maybe thought of the money yeah, that was yeah, at stake, lawsuits, you know. I'm playing calm, handled the situation quite well. And surprisingly, the artist kept saying something along the lines of, look at my Instagram. Yeah, at least go look, check, go check look my at my Instagram, Instagram yeah. of all things. Yeah. You know. But again, what's all your thoughts on that situation? And today, uh, Charlemagne, the God, and uh, the Breakfast Club, Club have yeah. shared a little clip of yeah. 50 Cent about a year ago being yeah. interviewed on Breakfast Club where he was talking specifically about those instances, saying... Yeah. If the same young man, for instance, yeah. had walked into someone like Jimmy Iovine, yeah. an old white man on yeah. the streets in America, yeah. he would have approached him differently. Exactly. He would have approached him differently, putting together a nice presentation, presentation. to show and Very display. Respectful. But when it comes to hip hop, you yeah. walk up to him and say, yeah. "Come on, man, put me on, oh, brother." Yeah. You know what I mean, like, put me yeah, on, very brother. Entitled. Exactly. Yeah. There's the sense of entitlement. When I shared it. I also shared it, haven't come from a position where I've yeah. experienced that. We, we, where we, we people all do. <laughs> approach me because they feel in yeah. some way I can assess their them. careers and the way that they approach, approach me yeah. becomes a little bit uncomfortable yeah. and can be borderline threatening yeah. as well. Yeah. Where these guys like entitled to it. Like it's an entitlement. Yeah. Some like, people even start to blackmail you on it. No, it's blackmail. Yeah. People have gone as far yeah. as to blackmail. Oh yeah, if it's those people that yeah. have paid you to do you something or these people. And they start coming and dropping comments on dropping your page. Comments on your page. You, you also to pretty much harassment at the point. <laughs> I, bro- I blocked off. Yeah. Some people have even gone as far as gone on their pages. They tag me into unnecessary people. That has nothing to do with myself, my business, yeah, my career, or no. anything. Yeah. A picture of them just chilling. <laughs> and I'm tagged into it. Why? So I go on their page and say, why, why do you think it is nice of you to tag me in such a picture, picture. before I block oh, them no. off? Yeah. You know, so it was another teachable moment yeah. where the young men and women of mm. today can see how not to approach someone. Yeah. I said there's a time and place for it. You saw the man in his grown man shorts, shorts and shirts. His daddy shirt. His daddy shirt <laughs> trying to go on a date with his girl. girl. Yeah. And then you want to try to tell him to check my Instagram. Instagram. Uh, the guy said, kept asking him, look at your Instagram. Are you said, right said, what? Okay, so what do you want me to do, right? The guy said, why don't you just check my Instagram? Instagram <laughs> has become really? a CV. Really? <laughs> Instagram has become a CV. See, social media has made people very lazy these days. Uh, Social media has made people lazy. No joke. You know, people don't know how to do Instagram is actually supposed to be what you you know, he would have put a little package together you swapped up to himself MySpace or understand yeah. that you're on a date yeah. and this is an opportunity that I would not want it to go by yeah. please here's a little tape when you, when you get time. in the car yeah. kindly just check it out it's got my details mm. on it I'm sorry again miss yeah. have a wonderful evening that would have been nice after the film 50 Cent will make it a point of duty to check out that content yep. most embarrassing most, most teachable moment yeah so artists up and coming artists learn from that yeah. you anybody you meet somebody, somebody really right you want to approach them first of all pay attention to the situation time and place it. yeah and then do it respectfully absolutely not entitled and that, yeah. on that note we've come to the end of uh episode 36 yep. of For the Love of Afrobeats podcast. Yep. Uh, before we go, as usual, we share our songs of the week. Do you have any songs of the week? This week, I haven't particularly, because we're off air on the beat this yep. week, yep. Uh, due to our brother Young Millie yep. being a little bit under the weather. Yep. But I, what I can say is that Sarkodie has just dropped his brand new project, yep. his yep. EP, 
on Friday, dropped it on the 6th of, it's on the 7th of June, June, so you can definitely check that one out. I think I'm going to leave it at that, actually, because Saturday for some time, we've been waiting for content from him, so it's it's lovely to finally get a body of work, which I'm going to go into the car to listen listen to right now. I think that the EP is called, I'm trying to get the name of the EP. Mm. While we're looking for that, uh, my own song of the week uh, is actually an album as well. Mm. It's called Hentai by an uh, alternative Afropop artist by the name Remy Baggins. Mm. Yeah, he, I first heard of him on the song with uh, Damio Nero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's, the, he's a rapper featured on, on, on Rebel. So he, on, no, no, no. Mr. Rebel. Rebel. No, Mr. Rebel is Thames. It's Thames. Damio Nero was C. C, yeah. yes, yes, so yes. So he yes. was featured on that song. Yeah. Great. And, uh, the EP by Sakode is Alpha. Alpha, go yeah, check so that go out. Sakode Alpha is out now. Yep. Anyway, and, and Hentai by Remy Baggins. Anyway, yeah. it's always a pleasure to have you join us here on For the Love of Applebee's on Yanga TV and all the streaming platforms out there. Yeah. I am Adisha Kualaji, aka Shopsy Do, joined by producer Damola, aka Mr. Schmooz. And it's the same time, same place next week. And until then, it's peace. peace.